It is that time once again to check into the VLGA newsroom with the CEO, Catherine Ard. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. What about you? Oh, look, not too bad, but I must apologise to, um, to you and our viewers today for my headphones. Uh, about two minutes before we were due to kick off, uh, a chainsaw arrived in my neighbour's oh. backyard and has, <laughs> has commenced uh, chopping hedges. So uh, hopefully that won't interfere with today's broadcast anyway. Believe it or not, it's the second uh, conference call, if you like, uh, this week that I've been on that's been impacted by a chainsaw. So <laughs> I think, <laughs> think it's special. <laughs> I think it's reflecting the fact that it's a little bit back to normal slowly. Yeah, yeah very true. You, so, you can feel it, can't you? Look, you can. I still haven't got out and had a cup of coffee in a cafe, but um, I hope to do that perhaps over the weekend. And I think also people are taking advantage of the last few days of this lovely sunshine. Indeed. And with a long weekend uh, coming, um, why not? So the big news really from a VLGA perspective this week is the announcement of your annual Heart Awards. Yes, and that should already be out there for everyone to see. It's a wonderful celebration of reconciliation initiatives uh, in local communities and local government. It's a partnership that the VLGA has had with Reconciliation Victoria since about 2014, supported by Bank Australia and Local Government Victoria. So today, the winners were announced, and I believe that we're allowed to mention them also on this program. So let me announce the winner of the 2020 Heart Awards, that is Mildura Regional City Council and Fabulous. Council's Aboriginal Action Committee who partnered with local Aboriginal community members and organisations to host the Mildura Corroboree as part of the 2019 NAIDOC celebrations. So congratulations to Mildura. We also have a number of highly recommended, which if people would like to uh, have a look at those, they can certainly go on and see uh, the virtual ceremony. Terrific. I felt like we should have a virtual audience applause, you know, the canned applause. You got your balloons last week oh. uh, after we recorded our, our editing whiz. Uh, you, you had the, the, the red balloon. So perhaps it could give us some audience reaction to the announcement of the Heart Award winner. I think, think it deserves that. <laughs> Maybe some more balloons. <laughs> some more balloons, yes. They were yeah. very special balloons. They were VLGA Connect branded balloons. It was lovely. They were, and that was in celebration of our 50th episode. But I think now we must be up to, what, 58 episodes I think of you, Close. So I think this is 50, 56, I no, want to say. No. Um, I do lose count sometimes. We said we were slowing down, but we haven't really <laughs> just yet. I think well, it's aspirational, the slowing down at this point. It is, and there's so much to talk about and so many uh, high-profile speakers who want to be on the program sharing with the local government sector and viewers more broadly, you know, what some of the key agencies are doing at the moment. And it's really important to hear those conversations as well. So while we're on the theme of, of reconciliation, you've just been talking about the Heart Awards, and yes, everyone, please check out the whole list of award winners. They're all very worthy. Earlier in the week, um, thanks to uh, a relationship that you've had established there with Marcus Holmes, I had a fascinating chat with him about treaty and COVID-19's impact on Aboriginal uh, communities and, and boards, etc. And uh, it's really struck a chord. I noticed in terms of the viewership of the LGA Connect, uh, straight out of the box, a lot of people were really interested in what Marcus had to say. 
Marcus is certainly well recognised for his expertise in the sector on this topic of treaty, and I'm and and, and his recognition uh, is is a national uh, is national. He mm. of course is based in WA, but he's done a lot of work in Victoria, and he's also been keeping an eye on the Victorian landscape. So he has a great interest, um, and it's always terrific to host Marcus. We've had him talk about treaty and also the impacts for local government a number of times. He is a little concerned that at the moment in Victoria, local government appears to be left outside of the room or without a seat on the table talking about treaty. I think what that means is that as the First Peoples Assembly works through its uh, coming together, of course, they were just elected a, a couple of months ago, the, the sector's waiting for some leadership from the First Peoples Assembly and then there'll be an opportunity for local government to be involved in those conversations. So um, I would also commend to you this week's governance update uh, with Stephen Cooper where we check in on the various engagement processes that are happening in relation to the incoming uh, provisions of the Local Government Act. So, um, you know, from community engagement to governance rules, conflict of interest, uh, delegated committees, etc. It's a must watch this week, I have to say, for governance, people with an interest in those governance issues. Yes, for sure. And that's one of the reasons why we're having those governance updates on a weekly basis now. It's top of mind for the sector, particularly as we're coming out of the COVID-19 restrictions. Um, councils are really uh, getting back to business as usual, as best they can, not that they ever stopped during COVID-19. And of course, we'll have a panel coming up, a live panel in a couple of weeks, talking about uh, deliberative democracy or community engagement, which is another aspect of the Local Government Act that the sector needs to get them, their, their heads around. Yes, we're yet to lock that one in, but it is coming. Um, also coming is our CEO panel, and we've got five CEOs now lined up to talk to us just generally about uh, life in local government at the moment, their observations, their their thoughts on the future, um, uh, you yourself included. So that's six CEOs. Um, I bet you're looking forward to that one. Yes, that'll be a great discussion. We've got CEOs that represent uh, all of the different types of councils. We have Geelong City Council, Martin Cutter, Sarah Philpot from Mildura. Uh, we've got an interface uh, council, Cardinia, with um, Carol Jeffs. We've got an inner city council, Stonington, with Jackie Weatherall. And uh, we've also got another rural regional with Mark Dupay out at Forbore. Well so done. It, Remember them all. Great a great representation of all the different types of uh, municipal areas in our state. Indeed, looking forward to, to having that discussion. Uh, and the other one of note uh, that's coming next week is Dr. Cathy Wilkinson, the uh, head of the EPA, will talk to us about that agency and their COVID-19 activities and observations. That will be an important conversation. As we know, the uh, Environmental Protection Act legislative changes that were due to go through this year have been deferred because of COVID-19. So I think the sector will be keen to hear what Cathy has to say about those and also how their work is being impacted by COVID-19. It'll be a great conversation. I'm looking forward to that one. 
And one more coming up. Tell me about the live forum with Ernst & Young, which is to do with uh, climate emergency action plans. This is something we've been talking to Ernest and Young about for a little while now. They're doing uh, a lot of work in this space. Uh, that will be a panel discussion. Hopefully we'll run that through VLGA Connect uh, and really talking about some of the considerations that the sector have to give to uh, climate change, how we uh, meet our um, emission reduction targets, the role of local government in that space, and some of the research that they've done at both a global, national and local level. So looking forward to that conversation. Terrific. Also. So lots, lots coming up. Now, um, what's your thinking of uh, how we go out this week on the LGA Connect? I know you've got a, a plan. I do have a plan. I've thought about it in advance this week, Chris. I think in, in uh, recognition of Reconciliation Week, in recognition of the work that we do to support good governance in local government, in particular our candidate uh, workshops where we support and encourage community members that represent the diverse communities in which we live, whether that be uh, women, uh, people from um, non-English speaking backgrounds, uh, people with disability, uh, people from different, um, uh, I guess, um, well, represent, who represent all of the aspects of our community. I thought that we might go out with that very inspirational song from The Greatest Showman, This Is Me. Okay, and the performer? Oh, now you've put me on the spot. This, well, actually, the version that we'll hear today is from Queenie, yes. a local yes. performer who has done some work with us last year and um, really delivered this song exactly how it's meant to be heard, I think. Fabulous. Looking forward to that. Thank you, Catherine. Great to talk as always and see you again next week in the newsroom. See you then, Chris. That's the newsroom feature as we do every Friday for your enjoyment across the weekend and beyond here on VLGA. The sharpest words want to cut me down. I'm going to send a flood, going to drown them out. I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, because here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat I can run. I'm not scared to be seen. I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Oh.
is brave, this is bruised, this is who you're meant to be, this is you.